Lambos and tail gunners and ballistics. Oh my. Welcome back to Grow with Tim, everybody. It's Jay Do and Tim Joyner, and we're going to get right into it because you have some stories to tell about your latest trip, my friend. I, I had a most phenomenal trip. I'm not going to lie and say, uh, you know, I could play it cool. Like, oh, yeah, it was just another day in the life. It wasn't. It was actually a pretty epic trip. Yeah. Very good. Okay, so before I get into the details, itinerary, I want to know who was there. I just need to know why, because I believe this is the first time you kind of hung out with this crew of people. Yeah, so there were a group of six of us. Um, these are mostly location-independent, high-octane entrepreneurs, right? So these are guys... Um, one of them was from Mexico, one was from California, one was from Greenville, um, there was another one from Austin, Texas, and sometimes this group involves people from all over the world. Happened to be that the six of us were all uh, North America, but we gathered to talk about our businesses and to get better, to sharpen one another, but along the way we had a lot of fun. Yes, okay, so give us the overview of the fun, tease everybody real quick, and help me remember, yeah. like, what was the general vision of the fun so this was a adrenaline fueled networking is what we called it right so day one we went um racing supercars on a closed track right so lamborghinis and porsches and bugattis and uh, mclarens and all the ferraris all these high performance supercars on a closed track with a pro driver beside us coaching us through every turn and break and um it was it was pretty 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 epic right right so then uh next we we raced rally tracks in the desert so we were jumping these trucks like 40 feet, um, again, on a closed track, and not really a track. It was, it was sort of a track. It was out in the desert. Yep. Um, but with all these jumps, and it was one of the most incredible experiences of my life. I've got some epic video of the just kind of ha- hovering in the right? air. Right? I saw one. Yeah. Right. yeah. One. 40 um, feet jumps and all this stuff. The next day, we, we just sort of kept leveling it up. The next day, we went and we shot AK-47s out in the desert in a range, and um, did a thirty a fifty cal like sniper rifle at six hundred yards shooting targets out in the desert, uh, but then we got in a helicopter uh-huh. and and a helicopter with no door right and a machine gun mounted on the side and we shot machine guns from the helicopter at these targets in the desert, which was you know a, a pretty unusual experience yeah. that I'll remember for a long time right, right? Um, and then we we um, we do- did some aerial dog fighting in the sky so each of us got our own plane with our own pilot. We went up um, through Red Rock Canyon and basically played laser tag in the sky, but like complete with rolls and corkscrews and loops and like like legit trying to chase each other down. And, t- and when you, you'd uh, successfully hit them with the laser, they'd let off this plume of smoke. And oh, playing. yeah. It, it, was, okay. it was pretty epic. So right. anyway, we did a bunch of it. Along the way, we had some really great dinners, some masterminds. We talked a lot. Um road and limos and i mean we did all kinds of cool yes. stuff but it's a pretty epic event. okay yes yeah, so very good so i'm wetting my appetite i gotta be there next round yeah so, right okay so now back us up Wh- who are these people who is this group who put this together how did you get invited i think it was an invitation for you to kind of yeah. maybe test out the waters yeah so yeah. how did it all start yeah so m3 is the name of the group and like i said it's a group of location independent entrepreneurs most of them run internet businesses um, I don't even remember what the official criteria is. I think you're supposed to be earning $500,000, um, minimum. 
and some of them are are um, way beyond that. Yeah. So I've told you before, I love being the dumbest, poorest, yes. least okay. successful person in the room. Right? Do you that, feel that that yes, was it? That, okay. was, that was this group, right? <laughs> I was the dumbest, least least successful, poorest person in the group. The cool thing about it, though, is even though I actually believe that was true about me, everybody believed that was true about them, right? Which wasn't probably. But like one of them I noticed posting on Facebook the next day, something like um, my average just went up. And then he elaborated. He said, you know, this this famous quote, you are the average of the people you hang out with right. the books you read, right? So he says, my average just went up. Um, I've just spent the last five days hanging out with this incredible group. Yeah. My average went up, right? Okay. Um, so I think all of us felt that way, but it was the right room to be in okay. because my thinking got bigger. Like these, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like they just, the just the event itself, like how many people do you know that go to the desert and do aerial dog fighting and race supercars and jump? Like a lot of people talk about that. They say, man, wouldn't it be cool? Did you know this was, po-? and that's where it ends, yeah, right? That's true. This group, somebody said, did you know you could do dog fighting in the sky? Like, like real laser tag in the sky. And they're like, no, we should do that. And then like three months later, here we are doing Boom. it. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. what I love about it. The same thing happens in business. Somebody's like, hey, here's an opportunity. And instead of talking about it for six years, they're like, hey, you you got this skill. You got this skill. Let's do this thing. And right. the next day they got an LLC spun up and they're they're launching this business. Right. Yeah. And I love hanging out with people like. That. Yeah. OK. So now we've all been to Vegas before or imagine that part. But we haven't done all the extra stuff. We stayed on the strip or somewhere even pseudo strip right yeah, downtown. Right. OK. So first off, give us your accommodations. Yeah. And um, this was in February. So late February 2022 as yep. we're talking through this. Yeah. So OK. So set the stage first of how you guys were accommodated were you guys all like huddled together or is everybody kind of separate doing their own thing in their own rooms we all staying in the same hotel casino we we were all in the bellagio okay um, so right on the strip the famous bellagio fountains we all had fountain view rooms with the strip behind um so no i think we were we were on a couple different floors i was on the 21st floor one guy was down the hall i think um one guy got upgraded because his room wasn't ready, so he got upgraded to the health and wellness suite, which basically meant vitamin C got infused into your shower head, and there was an air purifier, and it cost you know two hundred dollars extra a night or okay. whatever. But, but you felt anyway, great, yeah, felt right? great. Okay, no, it's funny, but um, anyway, who knew so, there was a health and wellness suite? That's yeah, right. where I'm headed next. Yeah, okay. right. So anyway, we were all in the Bellagio, and and then you know there now this is he man woman haters. So there's like no plus ones. So this group is actually a really kind of a family friendly pretty wholesome group of guys and most I, I maybe i shouldn't say most many of us have families and a lot of times they have events that where spouses and kids are invited this was not one of them this was just now one of the guys had his wife there four days ahead of the event and then she flew home as the rest of us came in mm-hmm. um, but this was just so happened that it was you know it was the six of us guys yeah yeah. yeah. So are you spending a lot of time actually talking through business and troubleshooting and networking with each other? Or is it more of the adrenaline? Is it both? Yeah. And so the group itself is definitely a business oriented group and we're solving problems and we're helping each other get better. We did some of that, but most of it was informal. Like the the idea was to build relationships. One of the guys said, look, you spend five days together in high octane events like this and you get the same quality of relationship, like the same depth, strength of relationship that it would take you five years to do over periodic Zooms and coffees and, you know, regular stuff, right? So that was kind of the intent was we're going to get to know each other really well and build some deep relationships. Mm -hmm. 
and I think it worked. Like, yeah. That. Well, then that's interesting to me because I think we've all been in environments um, where we're newer to the club, whatever the club is, yeah. right? And we go, and anytime there's the word networking, we've talked about this before, we kind of have this aura of how can I fit in or do I need to like present myself in a certain way? But do you feel like you guys, you got to know these guys like on a, just a personal level? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did. Um, I mean, it was only five days, so I, I don't want to overstate the case, but yeah, we, we, we got to know each other pretty well. And for me, that's really saying a lot. I've told you before I'm an introvert yeah. and I don't like, I'd met one of these guys via zoom before and I'd met one of them over coffee and other than that, that that was the extent of my knowledge of this group. But I feel like, I mean, I don't know, time will tell. I feel like these guys are probably lifelong friends. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow, okay. So, yeah, well, five days. This is the summer camp group, right? Yeah, right. You go to summer camp when yeah. you're 12, right? And then you fall in love with three girls yeah, right. over the course of that week. And, you know, there's bad breakups and your buddy from your cabin or whatever, your group, your team. So maybe I, it was that the, style. Well, the difference here is that, number one, you don't get to pick your cabin, right? It's these random people that have no reason to stay connected. Yep. Okay. Um, and number two, there's there's no reason really to to continue the conversations or the relationship after. But in this case, we all have lots of value to offer to one yeah. another, and I think I will stay in touch even if I don't formally join. So the group does four of these events a year. One of them is an octane, like an adrenaline event. That was this one. One of them is a luxury event. One of them is like a just super relaxed. You bring your family and hang out somewhere and do very little. One of them is like very business focused. And um, But in addition, they have like monthly Zoom calls with our masterminds. And but But the real magic isn't just in the formal events. It's like I got a question and I know, hey, my buddy Greg knows yeah, all yeah. about that. Yeah. Hey, Greg. Um, I got yeah, this situation. Right. What do you think I should do? Right? Oh, you need to talk to so and so. And yeah, let me make an introduction. Right? And that's that's the way stuff happens. Okay. Cool. All right. So I want to go through these events individually. Okay. All right. Tell us about the events first, and then we'll go into the people, the guys. Yeah. So yeah. day one, we've got supercars. Is that correct? Yeah. Right. Supercars. So tell us about this track. What are you driving? What's yeah. the goal? Yeah. So the the goal number one is just to have fun right we definitely okay. did that but we did learn a lot about performance driving right so you were we had a classroom component where we learned about you know cornering yep and for example i mean everybody does this wrong unless you've been trained like when do you break and when do you accelerate and when do you turn what's the oh the apex of the turn you're doing this and so we went through this classroom instruction then we went out with a coach um and drove through the track a couple of times and he was pointing out features of the track and like okay so now i'm going to be on the brakes here but i'm going to and it's not what you expect like you're coming up to this blind turn and you've got the pedal of metal you're doing 200 miles not really 200 miles an hour um well, we can over, tell the people we're doing yeah, right, 200, right, right. right? We'll yeah, tell them over two, 500 so miles per hour. Conveniently, everything was in kilometers per hour, which made you feel like you were going faster, right? Because it, I, I literally was over 200 kilometers per hour, Okay, right? good. Okay, Works good. out to like 130-something. Yes. So um, you're, you're driving with this coach or this pro driver through – and then you get in your own car. So I drove three cars. I drove a uh, McLaren. I drove a Lambo, a Lamborghini Huracan. And I drove a Ferrari, it was a 488. Mm -hmm. um, and in each case, you had a pro driver right beside you. You were in a helmet with a radio so you could hear what each other were doing. And and he's talking you through it. But you, you're coming up on this blind corner, pedal to the metal, and he's like, 
full, you know, full gas, shift up, shift up. And you're, you're like, I got, I got to turn <laughs> in like, right. you know, a yeah. hundred yards yeah. and you're telling me to gas it. Right. And then you come to a point and he's like, all right, full brake, full brake. And you stand on the brake really? and then, yeah. then you let go of the brake. You're still doing like 90 miles an hour. You let go of the brake and then you turn because if you're t- anyway, and he's talking about how the weight shifting from the back to the front of the car. So you don't have traction on the back, but you've got great steering. Now you got to let go of the, br- anyway, he's talking you through all this. So I'm nervous just listening amazing. to this, right? Well, okay. you would be more nervous if you saw what I saw. I did my first lap. Yeah. And then they shut down the track because um, somebody somebody wrecked a $300,000 Lamborghini. Really? Okay. Yeah, like now, spun out one against of your guys? the wall. Not one of our okay. guys. Somebody okay. else that was on the track. Um, and guys were okay, I assume. He he walked out. He oh, walked okay. out. So he was okay. But there, there's but a the driver car with was him? Not. The car was not. Yeah. Yeah, there was a pro driver and the yeah. guest. The, okay, the good client. thing we weren't with that dude. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, yeah. That, that was kind of. So, I mean, he wrecked and then we're back out doing 200 kilometers an hour up the straightaway coming into this blind turn like on the gas it was, it was wow pretty, was so these epic. and so these guys are probably also the guys who drive these cars in the commercials in the movies yeah. and things you like that it. right yeah. yeah yeah some of them had been um nascar and other types of races oh yeah later on we drove rally trucks and our instructor my, my uh, instructor was um i think the 2016 baja 500 champion okay so, yeah. yeah they were legit okay yeah well okay let's move on so we got trucks next yeah so then we went this is a, a different place completely um it's actually the same i think it's a different business but it was adjacent they okay. were definitely in yeah. in relationship with one another so um we, we so this uh, is the second day now or it's the same day we like actually did it the same day same yeah, day okay same cool day. we packed in a lot all right right i'm ready right. So we we went um, out to the desert and we're driving these rally tracks in the desert. So same deal. You got some instruction in the classroom. You're learning about how weight transfers and how you corner on dirt instead of you know a concrete track or whatever. So um, and and most importantly, we're learning about jumping. Right. So there were a lot of jumps. Okay. And cool. So you you'd be paddle them you'd come up on this rise and you could not see what was on the other side and you're like i sure hope nobody's there <laughs> i sure <laughs> right, hope nobody's okay, over there right because i'm doing like 70 miles an hour coming up and um and then you just hover and you take hands off the brake hands off the gas because you don't want weird things okay. happening when you land and um and you're just flying through the air like 40 feet at a time yeah so so we did uh I think with an instructor again well, or you same, by yourself yeah, you no know, you've got a pro okay. driver next to you that's yeah. telling you like because otherwise, if it were me, I'd be doing like you know fifty miles. An yeah, hour I, would, I wouldn't be going that. Yeah, I don't know what's on the other side of that. Right, he's like, no, floor it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's great. Oh goodness! And there, of course, well, yeah. And there's got to be some. Uh, I went uh, skydiving once, and yeah. there was a guy strapped to my back. And of course, I'm a first timer, as they ninety percent yeah. of people who are, I'm sure, doing it are first timers. You know, once in a lifetime type thing. Yeah. You don't do this every weekend. And I'm like, man, looking down, looking at this, checking straps or yeah, whatever. Right. And this guy is, I think he was chugging a beer yeah. while he's on my back, you know, strapped to me. And he's like, bro, I got laundry to do this afternoon. Yeah, you're right. like, I'm fine. Like, if I'm here, like, right. we're going to be fine. Right. You're like, right. they're, the reason that you're going to be safe is because I have laundry to do later. So, Which I think, by the way, is sort of a metaphor for life. Like, I, I thought several times I had this expert instructor next to me. And it made it so much easier, and it, it allowed me to do things that I didn't know were possible, right? And so in business, like I've told you before, I've worked with coaches for a long, long time. Yep. You're my social media coach, yep. right? You're helping me figure out this stuff. 
I, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. You're yeah. making this really easy, yeah. right? So it's a good metaphor for life. I'm now realizing. Okay, he's bringing it. He's bringing it in for for. But the whether message. in business or in life, or you're trying to acquire a new skill, like having somebody who's been there, done that, that can show you how to do it, is super super valuable. And it and it's more valuable that you can read books all day long about how to drive cars, but doing it and then doing it with an instructor beside you is just. Those are three different things, yep. right? And I think that's why so often you see people following in the footsteps of their parents, right? My dad was an entrepreneur. He had real estate. Yep. I'm an entrepreneur. I have real estate. Yep. Um, my, there are lots of people do things that they've been exposed to, right? You told us last time about how you got exposed to a couple of entrepreneurs that had cleaning companies and mm-hmm. how they lived their lives and ran their families and invested their money. And you're like, I want to I do that. It was easier for you to do some of the things you've done because you've seen a model. You've seen an example, and they were able to kind of advise right. you. And having somebody literally in the seat beside you telling you, okay, more gas. Nope. Now roll off the gas. Now on the brakes. Stand on the brakes. Um, it's super helpful, and I think yeah. I think that's worth more than people realize. So, like, I spent a lot, a lot of money on coaches. Worth every penny. Yeah. Just like it was worth a lot yeah. to have this instructor. Okay. So that's helping me understand a few things because I'm just thinking about this. I w- you know how how much quote unquote easier and easier is not the right word but it's the layman's term for if dad was in the NBA then I can make it yeah, too right right and that's what I wish that I had right yeah. I wish that there was a power lifter or Olympic lifter like Arnold or yeah. LeBron you know who is helping me get get to uh and a lot of it is really just the mindset. Like, I've seen the model, so I That's know right. that it's That's possible. Right. That's right. I know that there's people who can support me in this effort. So you just feel like there's a net underneath you. Yep. So you, you're you always going to level up to that net. Well, if Dad can be an all-star, Dad can be Mr. Yep. Olympia, well, sure, it's possible. Yep. We, it's happened right here at home. You know, I love that. And it's not just the DNA, right, or the genes, but it's it's just seeing that. And like you Correct. said. It's both, it, but, yeah, it's, it's not just that. and the skill instruction. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's yeah. all that. And someone to encourage you when you're not you know because you don't realize probably how often your instructor is actually correcting your wrongs but you don't think it like that because you know i'm going for the rush i'm going for adrenaline but meanwhile he's like no yes no yes stop up you know and you don't have that course correction well if it's come if you don't have that you just feel like you're failing over and over and over without the right knowledge to even move forward yeah. yeah. And and that goes right back to this whole thing. You're the average of the people that you hang out with. Yeah. That's why it's so important that you're hanging out with people that are challenging you. Yeah. Right. And and if you don't have a friend group like that, that doesn't mean your current friends are bad. Great. They're sure. great people. Yeah. But find somebody that's going to challenge you, whether it's a paid coach or just people that you hang out with that think bigger than you do. Yeah. This group, every one of them thinks like a hundred times bigger than the average person. Right. And it was just amazing to the way they made decisions, the way they approached life was just totally different from most of the people that I hang out with. It doesn't mean the other people are bad. It sure. just means I need to spend some of my time with these people right. if I want to keep growing. Whether it's a coach or a friend group or if you have to, settle for books, right? Read a lot of books that are written by people that are a lot smarter and more successful than you are. Um, one way or the other, you got to get exposed to this bigger yeah. thinking. Okay, now take us through kind of more briefly maybe the next couple of gigs. Guns, there's lots yeah. of guns coming yeah, right. up, right? AK-47s, AR-15s, you know, yeah. sniper rifles, big 30 cal or 50 cal uh, guns that like just 
not rattle. 50 cal. That's, those words coming out of the helicopters. Oh, uh, we did huge, that too. Right? But 50 cal, you'd lay down on the ground with yeah. this tripod mounted sniper rifle. Yeah. The the shell, I've got a picture of this. Right. The shell is like longer than my That's hand. what I'm thinking, yeah. Um, and it goes straight through a couple bodies without slowing oh, down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, easy. We were shooting in this big uh, steel plate. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know for sure, I think it was 600 yards. In, it was somewhere a long way away. I think it was 600 yards, this big seal or iron plate. Yeah. And you could hear it ping when yeah. you hit it. But but when the gun went off, it just like, you every part of you, inside and out, <laughs> right. just like percussed. Yes. It, it, was, mm-hmm. it was really a crazy thing. But then we got in a helicopter, right, which was pretty epic. And, um, you know, I, I posted this recently. This event was planned for weeks, but it so happened that as we're getting into the helicopter, this war in Ukraine yeah, is heating right, up, right. right? Yeah. And so, you know, I don't want to be flipping about it. Like, I, I, I um, we were off here having fun, sure. and the, the world is going to war. Yeah. But it, it did make it all the more, I don't know, um, meaningful, I guess. It was incredibly fun to shoot at targets out in the desert from this helicopter. We're f- flying around, banking, rolling. Yeah. It's amazing. We're shooting at these targets. But the reason it was fun was because nobody was shooting back. Of course. Right? Yeah. And at, at one Can point. Can you imagine the difference in emotional uh, or adrenaline yeah. if you're fighting for your life? Right. Right. My gun jammed several times. And I was like, oh, this is cool. It means I get more time in the helicopter. Like we had to go around the mountain a second time to come back to the range because my gun jammed. Didn't bother me a bit. But, man, if if I were in war, my gun jammed. That's a whole different, a whole different story, <laughs> right. right? Like there's so much. I'm thinking about and I'm looking at your videos. Um, about, yeah, wh- how many things could go wrong in war? Like, yeah, there's actually for either side or who knows, there are 10 people. And of course, a lot of people die in friendly situations. Yeah. And I think that's going on in the East as well. Cause you, you're, it's, we're defending homeland. So who knows who, who is, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. But yeah, there's a lot of downside and very little upside yeah. yeah, in that situation. Yeah. An event like that, I mean, super fun, memorable, but it also like, I'm so glad that I've never had to fight to mm-hmm. defend myself or my right. country or my freedom. And I'm, you know, I'm mad respect for yeah. our armed forces that uh, defend our interests right. and, you know, thoughts and prayers to these people in Ukraine. And really, I mean, I feel bad for the Russians too. I, as far as I can tell, I'm no expert on foreign policy. It seems like a really lopsided, you know, it's, there's a clear right and a wrong side on this battle. Right. But you know, the people in the Russian army didn't necessarily choose to Correct. go to war. Sure. They, or they, choose to be Russian. So, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, right. I, you know, I've got... Um, right. You start to realize that there are... War creates victims. Yeah. War creates victims. Lots of All over all the over world. The place. All, yeah. yeah. Okay, so out of all those kind of adrenaline pieces... Yeah. Which one were you best at? Which one did you suck at? Yeah, so... <laughs> so I'm going to ask the other guys. I'm going to call them. Well, Tim was bad. Which one of these? So, on the... Uh, Boy, I don't know. On the the closed track, I got the fastest time. My man. So I guess I was the best at that one. It was super fun. Um, The uh, probably the most fun was the aerial dogfighting. We haven't even talked about that, but we got to simulate an aerial, like a a fighter jet, basically in the sky. So Mm -hmm. we had it weren't fighter jets, but they were acrobatic uh, aerobatic planes that were rated for up to ten Gs, which like you know a a roller coaster, an intense roller coaster, maybe gives you like three or four G's or something. This was this was crazy. Like people were passing out. 
Um, the first guys that went up, we, we took three planes at a time. So each person okay. had their own plane. All right. You were in the front. You had a pilot in the back that took off and landed and took over if you, you know, things went south. But otherwise, you were in control of this plane. And you were, it was basically so you're, laser tag you're, in the sky co-piloting this bad boy yeah did, how long did you have to train we were for up that? for about an hour um, i mean did you have to like go to the classroom to figure yeah, out how to do we it? had a little bit we had a little bit of ground instruction and, <laughs> then, some in the air, and then yeah to be a pilot you have to have like ten thousand hours yeah, of right. flight time and all that stuff right. you guys are just we like we got an hour like an and like, hour, yeah oh goodness yeah. these That's are wild. really smart people i mean no i'm, I'm kidding they, they clearly we weren't landing and taking off sure I mean, there were sure. there was a backup Still, there i'm i'm but we were in charge so what happens is you get up there and you're coming at each other. Each one's doing, I don't know, a couple hundred miles an hour. So combined speed, you're approaching each other four or five hundred miles an hour. And approaching wing, each other? This well, yeah, is not. Come, wingtip to wingtip, you come right by it. And then get you, no. you, you peel off mm-hmm. and it's 1v1 dogfight. So I'm trying to get behind him to get yeah. a kill shot. He's trying to get behind me. You know what? That, but this is three-dimensional space. Yeah. We're going straight right, up. Right, right. We're going straight down. <laughs> We're doing corkscrews. We're, yeah. And it's like, uh, it was it was intense. Yeah. I, you'll have to see video like, yeah, sure. Like, you're, you're, my headset came off. Like, it was strapped on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was strapped on time. Yeah. My headset came off like three or four times because there's so many Gs yanking really? the thing off. It was, oh, my goodness. It's intense. Yeah. So, um, so I got a couple of kills in okay. that. It was super fun. But to give you an idea of the intensity of this, we had uh, the first flight of three went out. First guy, I've got video of this too, comes back. I said, how was it? <laughs> he holds up this <laughs> this, uh, this huge, like, bulging uh, barf sack. Um, he'd thrown up eight times <laughs> in that 45-minute in that flight. Oh, no. Then, so I walk up to the next guy. He's like, I was a one-bagger. The first guy had two bags, I think. One of them had two or three bags anyway, but he'd thrown up eight times. The next guy, anyway, out of out of the six of us, three of us threw up multiple. Really, multiple? Did flight. you throw it? I did not. You I, didn't throw I, up I at kept, all. I kept my lunch. So that that counts as like an extra kill. Like yeah, if you right, can get through it without yeah, yeah. like passing yeah. out or throwing up. Anyway, okay, so it, was, it was all pretty cool. Love it. Okay, now I want to know a little bit. Just take a couple minutes and kind of group these guys together. Tell yeah. us who you were with, what yeah. you learned from them, what their specialties were. Yeah, and how moving forward you think you can develop a relationship? Yeah, so Chris was kind of the the visionary architect okay. of the whole thing. So he planned the event. He um, picked out that he he just organized the whole thing. Um, he runs a uh, a company called the Business Method, and among other things, he has a really incredible podcast. You should check it out called the Business Method. He has all these amazing guests that are you know, super. Uh, successful people on there. Um, he helps entrepreneurs optimize their performance. It, he does a bunch of cool stuff. It's hard to it's hard to describe, but he's operating at a really okay. high level. Yep. I'm not just talking about some guy that's running a podcast out of his bedroom. Like yeah, he, yeah. he's 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 a real deal. Um, Adam, uh, cybersecurity expert. He's launched uh, multiple companies in the cybersecurity space. He has had multiple exits, like big exits with big dollar signs. Um, he's now running some venture funds. He's doing a, uh, I, I told you these guys think big. Yeah. This is a guy that is building a distillery on the moon. Right. A distillery. Okay. On the moon. So he's making moonshine on the moon. Okay. Um, he's involved. Like in some, right now? Well, he, he, so he's, he's got a, uh, a scientist from NASA's jet propulsion lab on uh, board and he's got like, he's putting together. So they haven't. They haven't actually distilled any okay. alcohol on the moon yet, but but the project is in full swing. Like they're wild. working on it. Yeah, there's so much going on in space. I know less than the average person about space. 
So two of the guys on this trip um, were on Necker Island with Richard Branson yes, fairly okay. recently. Wow. And Richard just gifted Adam. Uh, Adam runs a nonprofit. And Richard Branson just gifted him a a seat on Virgin Galactic, yes. like a space flight, yes. right? Um, they've done zero-gravity flights. and so Anyway, so like I said, these guys are the real Right, deal, this right? is a big deal. So Adam is now raising... I'm getting rid of all of my friends at this point. <laughs> like, if you're listening to this right now, I am unfriending you. I'm not... I'm taking you out of my phone. I'm hanging out with Tim's people. Yeah, no, I like I said earlier, it doesn't mean that your friends are bad. Like, I've got lots of friends that have nine-to-five jobs, and they love God, and they love their family, and they're doing great things. Nope, and I'm out. Awesome. Nope, I'm but- out. <laughs> Y'all are gone. Y'all are gone. Nobody's been talking about moonshine yeah like right. moonshine so right. you guys are out right he's uh, working on an asteroid mining project he's got multiple space and cryptocurrencies and cybersecurity things going on he's wow. raising he's wow. traveling the world raising money for acquisitions yeah. and and all right so um derek um just just was part of a i believe it was a nine-figure exit so his company he started a company with a partner he sold part of it to a venture capital firm uh, or a PE firm rather, and then they bought some other stuff, rolled it up. Anyway, the roll up, he you know he wasn't the majority partner anymore. He had a fairly small stake, um, but I believe this company sold for north of hundred million dollars. Um, so you know he had some percentage of that right. in in a payout. Okay, um, it was a SaaS company, software as a service yep. in the medical space, and uh, he's just written a children's book. He started a chocolate company. He he's he's doing some cool stuff. Uh, Greg runs uh, a couple things, but his big thing is a an online auction site for municipal governments. So when cities get rid of their police cars, yep. right, they okay. auction them somewhere. Yeah. So he runs this huge auction site with, I'm not even sure how many hundreds or thousands of cities that sell their stuff, not just police cars, but anything. Yeah, sure. Um, and so, yeah. I, I don't know, he probably pulls down a couple million dollars a year in a few hours a week. He's got a great team. He's, I, I don't know, I shouldn't. I shouldn't um, sure, we put don't words know. in their mouth. We don't, I don't know, know exactly, yes, but, but we are very yes. successful. What were we um, inferring? He's, he's super involved in uh, Burning Man, so that was really interesting mm. for me. I don't really know anybody in that space. Okay. You don't seem like a Burning Man type of visitor. Yeah, but I learned a lot from Those him. are from, from my 19-year-old cousins. Yeah. I, those are, yeah, <laughs> who go to that. Yeah. Well, no, no. You know who goes to Burning Man? Like Sergi, I don't, apparently. No, like all the Sergi Brand from Google and okay. Paige and, I mean, all kinds of movers and shakers that are really high octane entrepreneurs huh, and business okay. owners and CEOs actually go, um, along with a whole lot of other people. Yeah, right? I need it's, to call up my cousins and figure out like, can I ride with you? Yeah. I didn't realize who your friends and, were. So yeah. this guy Greg runs a camp at Burning Man. Um, they have like this basically glamping luxury. Like, oh yeah, they yeah. get a couple okay. hundred people out. They have they do it, these they five do star nice. meals yeah. and. They've got this, you know, 600-gallon water tank, and they've got RVs, and anyway, it's, it's interesting. Uh, Ray um, runs a, a language learning service. I can't even remember how many languages, dozens of languages that you can learn on his platform. It's one of the biggest in the world. Um, he lives in Mexico. Um, he told me, like, so he and his wife live in Mexico. They've got a, I forget if it's a son or daughter. I think it's a son. Um, they've got two full-time nannies. Um, one a day nanny and a night nanny. Mm. They've got a cleaning person and they've got a cook, but because it's in Mexico, like all those people are oh, like sure. less than sure, yeah. one full time person would be in the states. And so I, I don't want you to get the idea that any of these people are like snobs or like they're they're um, you know too good. They're they're down yeah. to earth people, yeah, yeah. but they've just figured out ways to 
order their lives Mm -hmm. and do amazing things. And, you know, he's like, I, I'd rather spend my time, you know, I'm really busy. Like I'm doing a lot of stuff and I'd rather spend my time with my son or with my wife doing something, enjoying something than cleaning my house or cooking dinner or whatever. So, you know, it's really affordable and he's got the money to do it. So anyway, so he runs another service. He's just getting off the ground uh, called podcast Hawk where he, um, he basically has aggregated thousands and thousands of podcasts. And if you want to get, if you want to be a guest on a podcast, you can subscribe to his service and basically say, I want that one and that one and that one. And there's some art, there's some automation involved and it'll like uh, connect you with the people that run those podcasts. And anyway, all these guys are serial entrepreneurs. They all run more than one thing and they've all failed a lot and succeeded a lot. And have a lot of wisdom to share. Look so it was, it was a it was a really good week. Like it. So now you got invited by one of these guys, maybe to kind of test out the group. Is that am I saying that yeah, right? I mean, I, I was there. It was a standalone event. Like I was yeah. delighted to be there. But yes, it's also but there is a there is a network group that meets and regularly quarterly and all that's that. right. And okay. which is an invitation only thing. And so this was sort right. of a test drive. Like they decide if they want me, and I yeah. decide if they want them. Well, how does like the secrets? the secret go down and like they vote you in or something like yeah, were right. you cool enough to get in that's Apparently, what I, I got a text yesterday from okay. adam saying hey man we you know we talked about it and you're the kind of guy we want to okay so, well yeah. done sir yeah. so the six guys so the group is much larger than that this oh, particular that's event had okay. six yeah so okay so they do their whole thing but these guys are the ones who could make it out specifically for it. this event yeah you got, got it. it so how many folks are maybe involved in the whole you network? know i don't know actually it's not when i say much larger that was an exaggeration I, there's probably a dozen or 15 or something like that. So Uh it's not, it's not this massive group, but that's not the point. The point is a highly curated group of movers and shakers that, that think a little differently about the world. Okay. Very good. All right. Well, I think we all have some work to do and we learned a little bit about this trip M3 Las Vegas, 2022. So thank you, Tim, for giving us uh, the update. Hey, hope you enjoyed that. If you want to learn more, join me at growwithtim.com.